Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, he sent one. Yeah, that's the one, though. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I sent one. Hi, are we back? Hi. Testing one, two, three. Hi. We're welcome. Welcome. CeeLo, Welcome. Uh, Jerry's uh, off today, so uh, CeeLo joins me today. Are you with us, CeeLo? Oh, Hello, I'm with you, Al. One, yes. two, three. Yeah. By the way, not only uh, did I watch, um, I did uh, I did a lot of film studying while I was on vacation. Is that right? What yeah. kind of film were well, you I studying? I watched the Hard Knocks, uh, New York Jets uh, training camp. Then I also watched the um, Netflix documentary uh, Untold, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. And first of all, a very cocky boomer of size and makes a very short appearance yeah, in that. Yeah, re- we referenced that last week. Oh, I don't think did. we actually played the audio, but I told him what he was yeah. seen saying on said show. He said something like, uh, uh, people will pay attention to the quarterback. No one cares. No one pays attention to like the nose tackle. Nose yeah. tackle, yeah. There yeah, you only go. his wife and mother. Yeah. And he was just had this air about him, boomer. <laughs> yeah, he just did. like, I saw the clip. Yeah. 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 But normally when I watch these documentaries, I end up liking the person, you know, because you see, like, what their real struggles were. Johnny Mantell's a total tool bag. Is that true, though? Because didn't you watch the quarterbacks and you didn't like the way the quarterbacks, the one on Netflix, and you don't like the way Mahomes? So I have that. That's true. I have that reverse. No, you're right. You didn't like that. You don't like Manziel. (laughs) I mean, you're bored by by, uh, Hard Knocks. Yeah. You got a lot of complaints. Yeah, I do have a lot of complaints. got a lot of problems with you people. But I did find it interesting. Uh, the the one part of the Johnny Manziel thing was uh, his buddy that was just like running his business. Yeah. Just said that when he was getting uh, taking all that free money or taking money for autographs, which was uh, not legal at the time. Right. That the uh, his friend just said like, oh, I just made up a thing. Like his parents were rich. It came we from oil. all went with it. Came from oil, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Texas tea. It <laughs> <laughs> came from oil. I mean, we all just rolled with it. Texas family, right? Yeah. Like, stranger things have happened. Where's Johnny Manziel getting all his money from? Yeah. His parents are rich. Okay, no yeah. need to yeah. check on that. Good to go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he just seemed like he seemed like a guy who was like so desperate to be a cool guy. And he still, even today when he's being interviewed for that documentary, he still looked like he just wants to be a cool guy. 
probably now does. what do you do? But if he ran out of all that money, because they said he went on that, uh, he was spending, spent like $5 million one night. Sure. What? What's he do for money now? Uh, he does a Netflix documentary. That's what he does. Well, look at that pay. I don't know. Something. I money got, in his pocket for the time <clears throat> being. I get really interested in people that were famous and had money, ran out of money, mm-hmm. and then don't work. Okay. Like Johnny Manziel. Like so to you me. won't be interested then in Matt Harvey because he works in real estate now. But yeah, right? no, right, because now I know. I know Matt you know Harvey. the story. What I he's know where doing he's getting a paycheck the, from. Right, when you wake up every morning, yeah. you want to think about, well, what are these guys doing? What are they and doing? And you have that answer for Matt Harvey. Yeah, like I tweeted this yesterday just because it, like all these influencers, like I'm a YouTube star, I'm a, a Instagram influencer. What do they do for health insurance? Like That's what's Johnny question. Manziel doing for health insurance? I have no idea. What? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe not. Could I get a documentary on that? There you go. Famous people (laughs) who have health insurance fallen on hard times. Uh Where are they getting their health insurance from? That's a long title, but we'll work on (laughs) it. Oh, yeah. Well, you'd have to come up with a better title. (laughs) Better title than that. I think you could could put that together. You could be the executive producer of the next big thing on Netflix. I would just find famous people. streaming platforms. Famous people who burn through their money. Sure. Do not work currently. I'm sure they'd love to open up and talk about it with you (laughs) specifically. <laughs> oh hi, I'll do too. Yeah. Hi, yeah. I uh, guess a quick question. Yeah, you get strep throat. Where are you going? What do you do? You go to a walk-in. You're paying out of pocket for that. What do we? What do we got here? And then when I did tweet that out yesterday, uh, people responded to me and said that if you don't have health insurance, you could just show up at the uh, ER. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I take they, care of you? Yeah, no pay. Really? That can't be true. <laughs> I just, that cannot be true. I don't know, man. It's I 2023. Rolled. Anything's possible. That's true. I can't rule it out. Anything is possible, CeeLo. Now, oh, yesterday in the Yankee game, I don't think I've ever seen this before. The Yankees' assistant hitting coach got thrown out? Sure. I've assi- never seen it before. An Anyone assistant. in the dugout. Anyone in the dugout can be ejected. But I've never seen Outside a hitting coach get thrown out. Oh, yes, this we is have. assistant hitting coach? Yes. This is the dude that was working under the guy that got fired. <laughs> and then when Sean Casey came in, no one got promoted. All those guys. I think they might have multiple assistants, in fact. Now, he didn't run way. out to argue. Yeah, he said something from the dugout. He was and chirping, the as they said. said, you're out of here. Yeah, It was get after out. a called strike three to Anthony Volpe. Now, do you think uh, this assistant hitting coach, Brad Wilkerson, you think Former he, player, by the way. I think he played for the Mets at some point. Is that right? You probably don't remember that. I don't remember. Yeah. Did he play in the 80s? No. Oh. <laughs> then sorry. Don't know who you are. Uh, um, does he get disciplined for that, you think, by the Yankees? Do you think someone says By the Yankees? Yeah. Do you think uh, any of his higher-ups go to him and go, you I don't know. There might be, be like a kangaroo court fine. Never played for the Mets, by the way. My fault. Uh, there might be like a kangaroo court fine. I'd imagine the league might fine him You as don't well. think Aaron... Aaron Boone says, hey. Aaron Boone, who's been kicked out of more games than almost any manager in baseball this year? No, yeah. I, don't, I don't think Aaron Boone. You don't think Aaron Boone no. says, if someone's getting thrown out of this game, it's me. No, I think he says, thanks for giving me a break <laughs> for a change. I don't have to be the guy that answer questions about it afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the Yankees have a series against the Braves starting tonight. Steve. Great. Awesome. They just... You know, waxed the Mets outside of last night. Last yeah. night's game was weird, too, by the way. The Met game? Not that we're going to break it down. No, we're like, not I thought the Mets were heading for another, you know, from getting another swept big loss. and basically barely scoring any runs, and then all of a sudden that changed. 
But yeah, I'm sure the Yankees will fare well against uh, those stout Braves. Do you think uh, the return of DJ LeMahieu will help no. the Yankees? What? No, I don't. That's why when you ask me about percentages, no matter what, you could throw any scenario yeah. at me. I'm not giving you anything north of 10%. Sorry. All right, what about this? So you're saying that the Yankees' chance of making the wild card is under 10%. That's my opinion, yes. What I don't if, know what the numbers say. What if Aaron Judge could hit every other at-bat? What would you give the Yankees' chances then, Celia? <laughs> I mean, Still uh, under 10? No, maybe not under 10, but... <laughs> Wait a minute. He's not exactly killing it since he... Uh, it's not his fault. I mean, he's not 100... Think about it. You're playing with a less than 100% judge. Stan's a shell of himself. LeMay's a shell of himself. Rizzo's out indefinitely. Your catching situation, Trevino's gone. You know, Ben Rodvet finally hit a home run yesterday. You got IKF basically playing regular third base now. You've got Jake, you got Bowers and McKinney in the starting lineup every night. I mean, it's, yeah, it's some put dude. together with duct tape. And now you've got issues with the pitching staff. All year was we're waiting for the offense to get going. Rodon's on the shelf and sucks. Severino sucks. Cortez comes back. Remember Brian Cashman? Oh, yeah. After the deadline, we're in it to win it. Cortez and Loisiger are coming back. Cortez lasted four innings, Al. Four innings. And now he's, he's on the where? shelf for back three to four weeks. Yeah. So that's not going well. No, because everyone's, oh, they got to get Severino out of the rotation. How? There's nobody left. Herman's gone. Frankie Montas is apparently not coming back this year. I mean, you go right down the line, they got nothing. I did like that Aaron Judge made a nice catch in the outfield. Like, I feel like, good. I was like, oh, um, that toe's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he ran, I scored from uh, first on a double yesterday. A ball, like, I kicked around in the outfield a little bit, but he, was he made moving. it around. He's doing what he can. But they're, they're held together with duct tape right now. He's doing his part, Sila. Sort of, yeah. That's what I he say. He did hit a long home run on, was it Friday night's game? I think it was Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Volpe had a couple home runs in the series, and they still lost two out of three. They have one series win since the All-Star break. You want to tell me which team they beat? Some scrub the team. The Royals. Are they a scrub team? Yes. They are, right? I thought you were going to say the Orioles. They're not a no, scrub team. They, they lost two out of three. The or no, they, uh, yeah, they split or lost two out of three. I forget now. The Marlins had some pretty cool uniforms, though, this uh, series. I feel like every game it was a different situation. Yes. They've got the uh, different the throwback, old-school look from like the early 90s and when they won the World Series in 97. Then they have that like red top with, yeah. the, with the stripes. Yeah, And uh, Jazz Chisholm Good was very on. involved in these games, yeah. and, and I kept waiting for Michael K to screw it up. He didn't. I think enough people have screwed it up now. It's probably like... Very much on their radar. So they did what you just did. Yeah. You took a little pause. <laughs> Slow it and down. And made sure to emphasize Jazz Chisholm. Chisholm. There you go. Because the trouble becomes when you say Chaz. For then, then there's nowhere to go. Instead of but Jazz. The other way. And then yeah. you flip Once you say it. Chaz, there's, you're You're screwed. done. That's it. You just stop. Yeah. Even if you tried <laughs> to say the last name with the C, <laughs> it just flows all together. Yeah. And everyone only hears it one way. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it's not good. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, uh, this past week, Sal had that take that uh, Pete Alonzo was the problem in the Mets locker room. Eh, kind of. That sort there of. was a fractured clubhouse fractured and they clubhouse. needed to change the core. Yeah. I did see a, a Mike Puma article saying that an unnamed Mets player uh, said that Justin Verlander was the diva. Mm-hmm. I would not have uh, thought that. I wouldn't have either. Married to a supermodel. <laughs> he is married to a supermodel. <laughs> but at least, not that we like, you know, the... All of a sudden, the unnamed sources and people are leaking stuff. But at least we're starting to maybe get a little bit more of a feel for what the hell happened and went wrong this year. Yeah, because even Steve Gelbs, who's an employee of SNY, yes, he said right that uh, things were yeah he didn't not name names. Right. He just said didn't feel right. Right, something didn't get was off. Blacklisted Hop Sings, but uh, yes, he did mention on the day Scherzer was traded, there yeah. was a rain delay. And they went to him out there he in was the stands. Like, Coming to me, I got nothing. No, he did. Actually. Oh, he had we, something. I played back some of the audio but on maybe, the show. Maybe after he said it, he was like, "Oh, 
I think delay. he was very delicate with it to okay. let you know that things were off, but he wasn't necessarily going to point fingers or name names. Now, he said, Steve Gelbs, that he felt things were off from spring training. Spring training in the clubhouse. Yeah. Now, ever in the spring training coverage, did he say, I think he's a little off. Here. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. That might have cost him his job. Right. Yeah. Right. After, right. After they've, you know, that's it. It's done. We waved the white flag. We traded all these guys. Season's over. We're going to play Danny Mendick. And not only play him, but pitch him as well and have him give up eight runs in an inning and a third. Then it's safe to kind of tell right. the story of what went wrong with So the you're Mets. saying in spring training, after they just spent all this money yeah. and high hopes for a World he, Series. He wasn't getting a great vibe there in the clubhouse down in Port out, St. Lucie. If he came out in Port St. Lucie, he's like, you know, there's something right. off here. Season opener. All right, Steve Gelbs has got the report as we get ready for first pitch here on opening yeah. day. I'll tell you what, guys, don't have a good feel. Things, I, the ship's going down. <laughs> I know we have high expectations. Some don't feel right down here. Boy, he would have been looked at that like a genius, though. I mean, that's, he was a, still that's a job. lot of months to let that play out. A lot that's of a months. Big risk to take. I don't think the, the folks uh, in the Mets front office would have cared. They would much. not have liked now, that. Now, to be fair, Steve Cohen doesn't own SNY. We know that. The Wilpons are still uh, involved with that situation, so. You know what? I did not know that. You didn't know that? Now, now that you say that, yeah. I remember that. Now, now, look, I don't think that means the Wilpons are like, oh, yeah, we've got to go bash Cohen's Mets and say all kinds of mean, bad things about them. I don't think there's that kind of divide. Okay. But, you know, it's Fair a bad enough. look on your team's network to be right. on day one or somewhere along the way saying that there's something off. Something's off. After the fact, all right. We'll take it. Makes a little sense. At least it gives us some insight into what exactly happened. Correct. Let's take a break here, CeeLo. Oh, yeah. I've got these other baseball notes. I have a weird baseball note to I get I think to. I know what that one is. But and okay. then I've got some uh, NFL notes. And then uh, Boomer and Gio will be here at 6. They're actually here right now. They're here right now. they got here at 5. Yeah. They forgot to set their clocks. Mm, that ahead. must be what it was. Uh, we'll have a Darren Waller, tight end of the Giants. Yes, what you am just I? call him pass catcher. Giants pass, pass catcher. catcher. How's that? Uh, Daniel Jones, Giants pass thrower. Yes. And uh, Brian Dayball, Giants head, head coach. coach. Yes. Uh, Boomer Geo at six. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 